Thanks for tuning in to Good Vibrations with Kristen. Are you ready to be inspired? Do you want to have a greater connection to the earth, each other, and ultimately yourself? So then join in the conversation with me, Kristen Ace, and me, Green Diva Meg, and our fascinating guests to share the light, the laughter, and the illumination of Good Vibrations. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Good Vibrations with Kristen. I Good morning, Kristen. I'm Kristen. Yes. Good morning, yeah, Megan. You are Kristen. <laughs> She's so Kristen. I am so Kristen. And I'm so Green Diva Meg. Yay. And we're happy about that. Yeah, we are. So yeah, we, are. we have a really cool guest today. But before we get started, we want to thank our sponsor, Smarty Marty of... Yes, Marty Marty's Rent-A-Rag. And don't let the name fool you because Mm -hmm. we've rented his cars. I have recently and they're really great. You don't even know that they're gently used. No, they're beautiful actually. Fabulous little cars. It's a great way. He's recycling cars, man. That's right. I like it. Yeah, I do too. And he's got several locations here in northern New Jersey. Mm -hmm. If you look up Dover Rent-A-Rag, actually what you really want to do is go to Kristen's site goodvibrationswithkristen.com. And there's a little tag up in the corner, in the right-hand corner. If you click on that, that'll take you right to Marty's site. And please tell Marty that Megan and Kristen sent you. Yeah. Because that'll make you more special than you already are. And it'll make us happy. Yes, it will. (laughs) (laughs) And we want to make us happy. Yay. So So, talk about your guest. Yes. So today we have Greg Crawford. He is the author of The Brain Detox Diet, Is Your Brain Making You Fat? He is also the owner of My Training Gym in Morristown, New Jersey. Hi, Greg. Thanks for coming. Thank you very much. We're Uh, so happy to have you here. I'm very happy to be here. So you you started your gym, and then you wrote the book, or were you writing the book when you were creating the gym? How was that? I started the gym first, and then uh, I decided to write about some of the... um, the principles that I use at the gym and make it into a book. And I think what the exciting thing about what Greg does is the gym isn't just about getting thin and being fit and being beautiful. It's really about how you feel about yourself and your thought process and how to change that thought process, which I personally think is a dimension that's missing in the fitness world. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. It's a major component. You know, it's it's pretty much what gets people in trouble in the first place. <laughs> life gets in the way. You know, right. um, circumstances. Um, you know, life is very complicated. Yes, it is. So it ends up getting in the way of everyone's health. Yeah. And then they, you know, then they reach out for help. Finally, they come to a professional like myself or mm-hmm. to a gym, and they want to feel better about themselves. Right. So we could give them the the exercise, the fitness, we could give them the nutrition, but we have to give them another escape too from um, the choices that they were making due to life circumstances. And I do think that is so often the thing missing in, in you know, uh, fitness programs and when you go oh, to – Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're all, yeah. Well, one of the things that Greg writes in his book, and I'm going to quote because I love this, is you've got to start changing the thought patterns in your head, the thought patterns that have been put in your head by parents, teachers, mentors, growing up, and the circumstances you were exposed to. And I think that's really powerful because we always hear, you know, the power of positive thinking and, um, you know, affirmations. But, you know, frankly, 
it's for me when I first started doing affirmations. You know, I'd be doing, you know, I am this and this and this, but I still not feel that way. (laughs) Well, you know what? I think. Well, I'm just going to jump in because I think some some of them, the ones that that you're talking about and the, the. the ones that are hard to mm. change are so rooted or hooked into our subconscious. We don't even know where they come from sometimes. Oh, I, well, I have to, that's true. But I do, for me, I had one that I didn't actually know was a problem. Um, then, and for me, it was that my, you know, parents basically told me I was pretty stupid. And so the only thing of value for me was my body and my face. It's funny though, the phrase you used, pretty stupid, pretty yeah, right? pretty, yeah. very pretty, See? but stupid, See? right? And that's, oh, wow. and so I actually, I was okay with that. I thought, well, there's that scene in Rocky when Rocky's, um, he's, he's hanging on a bar and he's talking to Adrian and he says, <laughs> you know, my mom basically told me I don't have much up here in my head, but I got, you know, this body and this is what I got to sell. And that's kind of what I thought about mm. myself and I thought, well, okay, so I've got this face and this body and I'm pretty darn lucky and I don't need a lot of brains because clearly I don't have them. And, and I was career driven for acting and that was all working well. And then I had a baby and my size zero two body really changed. And I also wasn't working as an actress anymore. And I completely, I, I like almost had a breakdown because now I didn't know how to define myself you lost your identity. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And so then I had to like I had to look at all of the thought processes in my head that told me I was stupid and I had no value except for this physical being. And um and then I had to change those. So I I didn't you know I I know that you've had similar not that exact experience but You mean he didn't have a baby? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he keeps his girlish figure. I'm not that pretty. Uh, <laughs> well, that's not yeah, true. That's not, true. <laughs> not in the same way. But so, you know, what what happened with you that you had to change your thought process? Well, you know, everyone grows up with an identity, you know, mm-hmm. as a kid. My identity, my identity, I was an athlete growing up. So I was always identified as the athlete. But once that goes away, then... You know, you have to refine yourself again. Right. And, you know, there was a point in my life where that did go away. You know, in college football, I got hurt playing mm-hmm. football. Mm-hmm. I stopped playing football pretty abruptly and I kind of lost my way. Right. That, was, right. that kept me focused. Right. And, uh, you know, as a young kid, you know, away from college, um, you know, you're trying to find your way and you lose your identity and you could veer off into doing things, you know, that get you into, get you into trouble. Right. right. That aren't healthy. Yeah. Right. And that's what happened to me. And that's what happens to a lot of young people. Absolutely. You know, um, so I, I was, I, I went through a period of time when I was young trying to be somebody I wasn't, mm-hmm. um, maybe trying to find that significance in myself. Right. right. And, uh, you know, I went down the wrong road and got myself into a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Megan and I have there. been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know if you want me to talk it's about It's up to you. Specifically. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty powerful story. Yeah. So um, my senior year in, in college, I ended up getting arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, you know, involved with, you know, the wrong crowd. I was... Making money illegally, selling mm. uh, drugs. Yep. And I, I got arrested. And, um, you know, 
that started a dark period in my life. Yeah, I can see why that would start yeah. <laughs> start you down that path of. So uh, I didn't go to jail right away. I I was released on, um, you know, I was going through the process of everything. Right, right. And it took a long time to go through that process. I ended up graduating. I got my oh good yeah, for you. I finished. I was able to finish this semester of school. Thank God. You know, I didn't totally destroy my parents. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, just oh, minor dis- destruction. Just minor destruction. <laughs> <laughs> um, and listen, I grew up, you know, in a very good household, right. you know, middle class. Um, you know, it's just I made the wrong decisions, you know? Well, and you know, it's easy to do when you're young to make the wrong decisions. I, I can't even... Actually, if, if we had like seven years, I could I could literally tell you all the wrong decisions or the the not great decisions I made. But mm-hmm. they led me to here, so I have to say, hmm, maybe they weren't so wrong after all. But they certainly weren't right. Well, easy. It's we judge them. No, but that's right. But it's painful path sometimes. That's right. We choose, the, the, we choose the painful, the, difficult road of learning. And, that's right. You yeah. know, mine was not jail, but. You know, could have been easily. Well, drugs and alcohol yeah. play a big part in both yeah. mine and Megan's story. So, yeah, I mean, whether you're using, whether you're selling, whether right. you're right. stealing, whatever you're doing, that's destructive. Path. Destructive. Yeah. You know, it's you're trying to find that identity in yourself. Well, and what that stuff does, those choices, I think it actually blocks your identity. It blocks your spirit connection to the divine. Yeah. And so it's really easy to not know who you are. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, uh, I was, I went home, I was out on bail for, geez, it, it got dragged out on um, my, my court case. Mm-hmm. So it probably, probably made it harder. Yeah. It made it much, it was the worst time of my life. It was a, a three year period from the time I got arrested to the time it finally got, um, sentenced, sentenced, wow. um, due to, you know, different things that happened with my case, I got postponed. So the, the the three years waiting was the worst three years mm-hmm. because I couldn't move forward in my life. Right. Um, and I, you know, I was working, but I really wasn't <laughs> accomplishing much. You right, because you're like, well, yeah. I'm going to go to jail soon. So uh... yeah, I always had that on my mind. <laughs> you can't really get into a career at that point, right? <laughs> you can't you can't dive into a career. Uh-huh. You can't go on, on interviews with a. a a happy face. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, nice way. to meet you. I'll yeah. be in jail soon. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll probably work for you for about six months and then I got to I gotta go on a vacation. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, and, and it was hard because all my good friends were all moving on with their lives. You know, they were they were getting really good jobs. They were meeting. Um, oh, so that know, had to be hard. Meeting to... their future spouses. So I was the, I was the one that. Every day it was like, so what's going on? Anything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anything? I'm like, uh, no, nah, I'm still waiting. Right. So that was a hard period in my life. Um, you know, I guess you could say I was actually in a depression. Yeah. Um, and more of a circumstantial depression. Sure, right. And um, anyway, after a period of three years, the day finally came where... Um, my lawyer called me. He said, "Okay, we have a court date, and mm. we're gonna go. Th- we're gonna go through with the sentencing." Wow! So I, I, I pleaded. Uh, I pled out. And you knew what was coming. Did you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I pled guilty, mm-hmm. um, and uh, had a plea agreement mm-hmm. um, because 
you don't want you don't go to trial. <laughs> oh yeah, you'd lose that one. You lose that one, and then and you then know, you get your life, more time. Your life is really over, right? Um, and plus, I you know, I I was guilty. Yeah, right, <laughs> I yeah. did it. Well, right. Um, so uh, I I pled guilty. I pl- it takes I, a lot of character. I just want to say to say I am guilty. It takes an enormous amount of character to own up well, to, to own up to it, and not That's try right. to you know, right. squirm out. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the day I get arrested, that was. <laughs> That well, was it. I said, "Oh God, yeah, you know, it's over." Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> so, uh, so you knew going into court, you knew you were going to prison. Or- yeah, you know, yeah, you have an idea of what you're looking at, mm-hmm. um, and then for sentencing, uh, it, it was a federal case. So at that time, the federal judges don't have much leeway with, yeah, you know, they if they like it, they could say, you know what. Right. I'm going to give you another shot. They can't do that. They have to follow right. a guideline. Yeah. So I I knew um, what my guideline level was, give or take, you know, six months or so. So um, that day I was sentenced to two and a half years, which means in federal prison you have to serve two years out yeah. of the two and a half. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I I felt good after yeah. afterwards because now now you're just moving on. I'm moving getting on, getting it done. Right. Getting it done. Yeah. And uh, I had to um, surrender myself shortly after that. Mm. And, uh, you know, my my father and my brother drove me up to the prison. It was out <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was it. It was like that day was the start of my clock. Right. Know, where there was an ending to this misery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know? So while you were there, you, you what you write in your book is you did a lot of reading. Yeah, I I never read ever. No, I never. didn't either. School, until I... I, mean, I wasn't much of a student in school. I, you know, not that I was not smart. I just I didn't like to read. I didn't like to study. Mm, so here's um, the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of time on your hands. And I'll tell you what, you know, when you are pulled away from everything, from, right. and you're in this different world now, and you know, there's no distraction except, mm-hmm. you know, for what's going on in there. Um, I really dove into, you know, improving myself, you know, mentally, physically. Right. And, you know, I couldn't get enough of reading books. Um, and if you really think about it, you're getting in, in the mind of, like, the most successful, smartest people in the world. Right. Through books? You're, sure. Yeah. They, they're giving you their knowledge. And, and their, their wisdom. And their wisdom. And um, I couldn't get enough of it. So that really got me started. Well, that's a, that's the thing, though, is I think, um, and I go back to the positive thinking, it isn't as simple as, all right, I'm just going to start thinking positively. I mean, you really have to absorb different, and for everybody out there, everybody has a different way of absorbing information and shifting their perspective. Well, and, and some of us need to be bludgeoned before oh, we'll listen. Yes, I did. I don't know. I don't know about you, and, and I don't... I, you know, but but I would. Part of me is listening to you, thinking, well, maybe it's the only way the universe could get you to sit quietly That's and start right. paying yeah. attention. Right. I don't know because the universe will oh, um, intervene. Well, your higher self will intervene and say, okay, this didn't work. That didn't work. This didn't work. This didn't work. How about this? Well, yeah. the same the same thing <laughs> happens when people come to me at the gym when they finally come. To right. Me. Uh, they've been through. You know, they've tried it on their own. They've yeah. tried diets. They've tried yeah. workouts. Or maybe they haven't tried anything. They just – it wasn't the right time for them. And then they finally get that aha moment. Where right. Maybe they've 
hit rock bottom or they're, you know, something triggers a person to say, that's it. Right. You know, I have to make a change. Right. Well, and that's the thing about your gym is it's not just about, it's not just about working out. It's about what is your thought process? What are the thoughts that you have been thinking that lead you to believe that you can really eat five bagels a day or, you know, 14 (laughs) candy bars or, or 10 glasses or whatever it is that somebody is doing and sit on the couch Yeah, and that that's going to be okay. My girlfriend said to me once, she had a boyfriend who would always say, oh, you know, I could really be something. And she's like, you know, you're like the person who is like 55, 60, 70 pounds overweight sitting on the couch saying, I could really be thin, but you don't get up and run. You don't stop, you know, eating junk food. You just sit there and talk about, well, I could just be this thing. But you really have to do something about it. But yeah. I don't think it's always even that easy because you do have to shift your thought about who you are. Working out is just a tool. Right. You know? It's just one of the tools. One of the tools, right. Yeah, right there's, there's a lot that goes into it. Right. And See, like for, for me, for instance, <laughs> Megan. I eat incredibly carefully. And I've yes, gone you through do. You're almost a vegan, t- for heaven's sake. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I'm moderate and... Oh, you know, I've given up sugar and, well, more or less. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a sugar ham. I'm not, I'm, real, but, real sugar? You've, have you given up fake sugar too? Yeah, oh, I've never used fake sugar. Okay, I'm like a really clean diet person. But yeah, she really yeah. is. I'm juicing and, and I, you know, and I exercise. I don't sit still and I've gone through, I have physical difficulties that have made it hard for me to maintain a certain exercise level. Um which has been a bummer, like this fibromyalgia thing. Every time I, I used to run three and a half miles a day, I had a great little body. Oh, my God, it was so cute. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I got fibromyalgia, and I, I can't. Every time I tried, I would just get really, really sick. So it's been this process of trying to figure out what works and also love myself in the process. Well, and I think that's the key mm-hmm. is um, loving yourself through the process of whoever you're going to be, you know, uh, I, I work out at Greg's gym, just so everyone knows. Um, and I want to work out at Greg's gym. <laughs> Come on I in. went there. <laughs> I went there being frustrated where I was in my physical status and, and started working with a trainer. And my the things I would say about myself was astonishing. Mm-hmm. And she would go, Kristen, that's not true. Kristen, that's not true. Look what you're doing here. Look what you're doing here. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm back into that place of when the baby was, babies were born and I was worthless because I wasn't a size two. And I had to reorganize my whole thought process around physical fitness, who I am, what I look like, um, what numbers mean, right? you know, right. what the scale means compared to how I feel, all that stuff. Yeah, we're our worst critics. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm brutal on myself. But um, again, it it went back to, and I know this because I've been doing this for, I've been doing this re reorganizing my thinking and changing my perspective for a really long time. But I was amazed at how quickly once I was at the gym, I was disappointed in myself, and I went back to the old tapes, and then having to to like weed those tapes out and start over again and say, okay, who am I really? So. Um, Anyway, I just had to say that, that I have found at the gym, at your particular gym, because I've been to a lot of gyms, guys. Oh, yeah. And I find there there's such an, a positive, encouraging 
environment where all the women are actually friends with each other. Go figure. Oh, within yeah? within right. one week, I, everyone knew my name and I knew like four women's name and, and they were like, how are you doing this week, Kristen? And I was like, oh. see, the last time I went to, I went to LA Fitness because it was nearby. It was fairly convenient or whatever. My daughter was there and I, I did one of their free consultations mm-hmm. and the young, and they basically were like, oh, you're doomed you're in big, oh. i mean it, it was not positive it was oh, like no. oh honey you're in bad shape and you're gonna need a lot and you're gonna have to do this and you're gonna have to do, i mean they were just really made me feel so awful right. that i was in tears and right. i thought i'm not only not going back to that gym <laughs> <laughs> but now i'm gonna go out and eat yeah. a candy bar <laughs> yeah, but, and I, I, yeah which is not my thing it just really depressed me and made me feel like i can't do this i can't do it because if that's what it requires right I can't do it. Well, and that's so it. And that's you're, the wrong attitude. What's the thing that you say, Greg? Your your big thing. Think, um, think big. Think big. Start. Think big. Start small. Yeah, that's yeah. where I always yeah. I always yeah. fail there. <laughs> I think big, and I go. It, yeah. it could be very overwhelming. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you got to take steps. Yeah, and, and so I mean, one. right when I used to run three and a half miles a day, now I'm lucky if I can run for two solid minutes or jog jog two solid minutes but i i i started again a few months ago right and i was actually doing real i'm like okay i'm getting up to like a half a mile i'm and i'm walking in between doing hills whatever and um and and it's okay like i made it okay for myself that i could only run a minute at a time that was okay and then i would just stretch it a little bit and that's that Thinking big and starting small. That's it, it, yeah. Like, I have to start. I that can't. is a retraining. I did not do that. My natural instinct was, you know, if I can't be a champion star runner, I'm not doing it. Well, and both <laughs> both Megan and I suffer from that perfectionism. Uh, um, well, uh, you could have a goal to be that champion star, star runner, right? I like that. I like but that. start start walking some hills first. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know? Right. Exactly. Luckily, start, I have a lot of hills in my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a dog that wants to be walked a lot. Yeah, see, so that's, but that's, again, I think that's a, I think that that is an aspect of, of physical fitness that I certainly um, never had in any of the gyms I went to and any of the people I ever talked to about fitness or health. It was never about um, what's your thought process, mm-hmm. you know, h- how do you shift that? Yeah, well, you know, moving the body, working the body is you know one of the key motivators that i have in the book um because it you know it helps with your your thought process well yeah because in the book there are all these little things where um oh now i have to find one but you have you have suggestions at the end of each chapter these are the things that you want to focus on these are the things that you're going to want to work on today or this week put into action right and it yeah i like that put into action and it gives you Things to work on in in small increments instead of okay you've got to change your entire diet you've got to work out fifteen thousand hours a day and you don't get to have anything yummy right and what? you suck you right know. and by the by, yeah. by the way you suck, by the way, you yeah. suck because you're not as fabulous as I am <laughs> <laughs> what? and you never will be <laughs> no I just think it's it's um. <laughs> It's never worked for me, that whole, like, ass-kicking, you know, who's that woman on TV with the fat people? I never watched TV, oh, but my daughter was really into Jillian it. Jillian Michaels. Thank you. I do like her. I have to say, she, she's pretty awesome. She, I, she was, every time I turned it on, she was making somebody cry. Oh. You know, she was like, <laughs> you're a fat pig! You know, and oh, like, my God! I, 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 oh, oh, there's thunder. thunder. Ooh. Wow. I think the universe is um, yeah. piping in on that one. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just I don't respond well to that. No, I respond I well to someone who's very energetic, maybe, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Enth- enthusiastic. Like, look how great you're doing. Keep going. You yeah, can do this. You too. can do this. That kind of, you know. But again, even <clears throat> even if you're doing all that and you still feel these things in your head that tell you, you know, you're a big fat loser. Look at you. Who who uh, um, my mother when my mother my mother had four kids. <clears throat> She's a, a very tall woman, very large-boned woman, beautiful. And my aunt said to her once, well, you know, just because you had four kids doesn't mean you can be a big, fat slob. <gasps> oh. And she wasn't even fat then. She wasn't even fat. She just is bigger than right. my aunt. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, Mom. But you know what? My mom actually felt that way about herself. Mm. And I said, you got to shift your thought process around who you think you are. See, that's why I love having Kristen around because Kristen always catches me when I say what I think are humorous, funny, you know, defacing things about myself. And right. she's like, no, Megan, mm-hmm. you're beautiful. And I'm you like, are but for beautiful. some reason, I believe her when she says <laughs> you it. You are because body you image, are. Uh, body image is a big problem. Yeah. Right. Know? And, you know, everyone everyone has their own body type. You know? Right. So sometimes one person is not going to achieve the same body as another person. And you have to be comfortable with your body type, yeah. you can improve your body, right? Be but the you best have to be you, are. you have yeah. to be comfortable with who you are, right? You know, um, so sometimes I have people that come to my gym and they say, "I want to look like that." <laughs> You're I never well, going to look like that. I said, "Maybe that's not you. Maybe you need to improve who you are, what you have." Right. You know. Mm. Um, so you have. Is to, that hard for people to hear? Um, yeah, because you know they think that. Well, she has long, skinny legs. I want right. long, skinny legs. Right. And, you know, that might not be possible because it's just not your body type. You're framed. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I definitely you know? spent a lot of years wanting to be a tall blonde. And, you know, <laughs> I'm a, I have little we're, short, you know, we're little given, short person. We're, right. we're, <laughs> yeah. we're given what we're given, right? right. Exactly. You got to so work with what you got. You got to be happy with who you are and just... Get the body that you do have and make it healthy. You know? Right. And Accentuate the positive. Well, yeah. that's right. That's right. But how often do you hear that at a, at a training gym? How often do you hear, let's work with your body and, and help you feel good about you? How often do you yeah. hear that? Not often. I never. <laughs> Not I've heard often. that until yeah, I came never. to this gym. Never. And Actually, I, the only place I ever heard it was in yoga. All right. Yes, in yoga. But that's a different, it you is. know, slightly but different I, philosophy. I thing. grew up in ballet. Oh well, yeah. I grew up I where, did ballet too. Where I took um, ballet. Did you really? Yeah, in college for yeah. football. I bet yeah. you did. They think it. They take ba- they made us take a ballet class. <laughs> yes, because it's major coordination. Sure, That's but I grew up. You with, can't drop the girl, right? Or you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can hold the girl, you can hold that little ball, right? Yeah. In theory. In theory, <clears throat> but yeah, you. I grew up where women. Young girls were wrapping their legs and their torsos with plastic wrap. Right. <laughs> so that's how I grew up. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dancers are yeah, crazy. Dancer. I, I went mm. to school with a bunch of professional dancers, and I thought I was one. And they were like, "No, honey, you go to the theater side." They are there like that. Short. No, they're very clear with you there. Very yeah. clear mm. about your body problems. So, oh. Megan's giving us the wrap-up sign. That's oh, the wrap-up sign. Wait, I have, we have more stuff to talk about. But I anyway, um, Greg, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. This and was great. For, thank you. This is for sharing your 
um, enthusiasm and for – I want everyone to read your book. And so there will be a link to uh, where Greg trains at his gym and also to buy his book. And really, it is such a great tool to help you shift your perspective on your body and on your thought process that creates your body. And remember, everybody, our bodies are – this is the only one we get in this lifetime. So we want to love it and we want to care for it as if it – So if you can't get to uh, the gym where Greg – and what's the name of the gym? It, my training gym in Morristown, New Jersey. Gym. So if you can't – you know, if you're listening to this and you're in California or Australia – Right, and you can't um, get to his get gym. Get book. Yes, and sure. start step by step. Let me, let me get inside your head. Yeah. <laughs> And you will all oh, be very lucky to let Greg into your head. It's also on Amazon, too. They can find all right, it great. on Amazon. Great. All right, so we'll link it right to Amazon so they can okay. buy it right there. So do you Yay. want to say anything else before we go? I'm just happy to be here. I think this is great, and you guys are very uh, uplifting, and you have a, a great message here. So you'll have to come back and play. Definitely. Yes. We'll talk more about changing your thought process. And, and how you can help and everybody. Maybe by do that. then I will have made some progress. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, great, thank you. great, See, and great. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> She's my coach. Yay. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening and go out there and take great care of your bodies because your bodies are the vessel for your soul. Bye bye. I love you. We hope that you found this episode of GDK inspiring. And to raise your vibration even higher, visit my website at goodvibrationswithkristin.com. And don't forget to like Good Vibrations with Kristen on Facebook. What inspires you? Write us, let us know, so we can share your ideas on the show. And meanwhile, keep listening, keep connecting, and know that you are divinely guided. <laughs> <laughs>